After the Whistle. I'm Kaylin. How are you, Becca? I'm good. You, Kellen? Well, I'm doing great. How about you, Evan? A-okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start with a little fantasy update. How was the end of everyone's first week in fantasy? I beat Kellen. Yep. <laughs> That's, <it. laughs> That's all I got to say about the first week. I don't yeah. have the, many words. The fast and the flurious, not so hot. Guys, <laughs> Logan Couture had a hat trick last night, and Dustin Bufflin had a three point game, and I'm still losing. You, yeah. <laughs> you have both of them? Seriously, yeah. Like, and, well, like, the point is, what do I got to do to win? Becca, what do I do? Um. Okay, so first, your parents name you Becca. Okay, that's okay. Second, Step two. you name your team the Fast and the Flurious. Okay, okay. That, uh, what's and step three? third, you lose in the second week because the guy you're playing has McDavid. <laughs> okay, well, that sounds so pretty uh, that's specific to a certain the person. Steps to success because I'm no longer first in the league like it's, I was on day one. It's also funny how Matthews all of a sudden stops doing stuff when you're not playing me, so that's cool. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, me neither. <laughs> kind, of, kind of mad. Next. <laughs> Moving on. God. This week I'm winning though, so that's good. Because you're, that's, Because I'm know, playing Gabby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Gabby. <laughs> I mean, love her, but like. <laughs> Sid and the kids. <laughs> Sid's kids are not thriving. <laughs> it's been a rough start for the Penguins, but Malkin got me 11 points last night, so I shot up. I'm actually in the lead for the first time since we started fantasy, so that's good. I got Corey Crawford oh, back. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, I mean, it didn't really. I mean, he lost to the Coyotes. I'm but... still losing by like 30. So. Ooh. Because Jared's dandy team has McDavid. <laughs> oh, my God. <gasps> Salty much? Yeah. McDavid's really good, guys. I don't know if, I, I don't know if you guys yeah. knew this, but he's a really good at, at the hockey. Yeah, a little PSA, McDavid can play the the skatey punchy. <laughs> the what? That had so much potential, and you just went way That was like all of that. Evan's jokes last week. <laughs> all it's, two of them. It's a good commercial. <laughs> Have you seen it? No. All for the red, white, and leaf. No. no, he's sitting on a moose. No, which he calls an antler cow. No, anyway, tree <laughs> sauce. Okay, moving on. <laughs> okay. oh, wasted. <laughs> Speaking of uh, McDavid, let's let's have a little chat about the Edmonton McDavid's. Um, yeah. Wow. His streak is over, but he had nine what points on nine. Nine, <laughs> nine points on nine goals. What a flop. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's decent. <laughs> that's that's an average it's only start, an nhl you know? record it's fine yeah it's yeah mcdavid is i'm sorry but mcdavid is that entire team yeah oh for sure they have why dry, are you sorry like like i don't know if they're he's sorry for mcdavid for oh yeah or edmonton or other fans who have deluded themselves into thinking that their team is is good <laughs> dude me a canuck the, fan the <laughs> only re- like leon dreisaitl is a good piece yeah but the only reason he put up 30 and like 30 goals and 70 points was because he was playing on McDavid's wing the whole year that one time. Yeah. That one year. It was a 2016-17. Yeah. Uh, and then and then Dreisaitl is still, like, adamant that he wants to play with McDavid. He doesn't want to play on another line to make their team I better. Wouldn't. He's like, I just want to play with McDavid. It's like, yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that team and that defense and that depth and Ty Ratty playing with McDavid and that's uh, – that's going to be a tough sled, and hopefully McDavid can just come back from more 4-1 four, four games and score an over, you know, 
hopefully he can drag them kicking and screaming to the playoffs again this year. Yeah, that's the only way they can make it. <clears throat> yeah, that's what happened last time, too. Uh, Crosby said uh, he interviewed or had an interview with NHL.com on Wednesday. He said McDavid's the top player in the league. I don't think I don't think we can disagree on that. I think it's no. currently right now in the league he's definitely performing the best. Well, guys, Austin Matthews though, right? No, and they mentioned that in the article too. <laughs> what was that? Hey, we need to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> they they mentioned Matthews in the article as well, and, and he is doing obviously good. he's doing well, he's just but not he's not every game anymore. Yeah, he's not at a level that Connor McDavid is at. Yeah, and that's and he, under, also, yeah. he also has a bigger supporting cast than McDavid as well. Yeah, yeah, like McDavid's more at a fast and flurious level. <coughs> yeah, no, there really is no question. I think McDavid is hands down the best player in the entire league right now. Yeah. Right now, yeah. Although I did hear the argument that if it's Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Final and I can pick one centerman, I'm, I would pick not me, but like in this hypothetical yeah, yeah. that Crosby. you would pick Crosby, Crosby because he's more round complete like rounded complete Fair. player he's better at faceoffs like yeah. all of that I agree with that yeah but I don't know I'm not sure if I agree and with he's it, been so. there if you're I mean, Stanley like, Cup final you don't know like yeah like David could get better experience. yeah but he could still imp- like he, he's not reached his peak like he, he's still improving yeah but if we're talking Stanley Cup final I'm taking the experience the experienced I mean, one yeah well but then and David could I like explode the for like four or five points that game and just laid it up. Yeah, they'd also have to get there, though. Yeah. Now that I've said that, watch them go on, like, a deep run and just win the sports ball championship. Speaking of teams having hot or not starts, there's a few teams that have had surprisingly good starts. The Canadians. The Canadians. Like, they're 4-1-1 and right now. Like, what's going on? I (laughs) don't know. I just don't like them, so I don't pay attention. (laughs) I mean, statistically, they're producing a lot more. Like, they're scoring a lot more goals, but they still have an issue with defense and stopping pucks. And Carey Price can only do so much. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're... That's they're, a team carried by a goalie. Yeah. Their blue line's a little thin, and I also think, like, still their center depth is uh, lacking. So they might be... There might be outscoring some issues right now, but I think t- further on in the season, I think that lack of depth will definitely come back to bite them. I don't think... After trading your... Alex Galchenyuk, and now their number one center is Max Domi. Is that right? And then you have yeah. Thomas Plakanis on the second line. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I'm going to stick with that team for the. I'll be honest, I don't pay much attention. They, well, you look that. at that, and then you look at Plakanis on Toronto. He was the center of what the fourth line. Yeah, yeah but he was a loner there. So well, me and well, but I'm saying to have a team that's going to be good, you don't want yeah. someone like him on the second line. Also, so. uh, to make the Canucks relevant, just for one more podcast, they <clears throat> didn't have a bad start. No, Canucks have been pretty good yeah. so far. Yeah. But your star's out with a concussion now. He'll get better. Aren't we uh, oh, missing a few teams here that we need to talk about? Speaking yeah. starts? New Jersey Devils. Yeah. My Kellen dark that horse one, team from yeah. episode one, if you want to reference. No. Yeah, I think a lot of that comes down to goaltending. Kincaid. Kincaid picked him up. Oh, Kincaid. What was that? You picked him up too late because. Um, he got a shutout the first game I played him. Yeah, yeah he's had two but you picked so him up already. too late because I beat you before you got him. Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't think I would have caught up. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I'm happy with it right now. Two shutouts already. <laughs> yeah, he only let in four of 103 goals. So for a. Nine six save percentage. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good. That's yeah. That's <laughs> that's not that's not bad. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. It's right. But watching it's the okay. games, it's not like he's saving them either. Like they're, I think they're outplaying their opponents too. Yeah. Oh I yeah. Think so for sure. too. Like yeah, I think he's they're not the like real left deal. To stand on his head alone, yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, 
Taylor Hall scored his first goal yesterday. He did. And oh, they were 4-0 and before yesterday without him scoring. Wow. Also, Colorado. I-, I thought they would do a lot better at the start of the season than last season, but they're 4-1-2 and two right now. They're doing really well. They've got some decent goaltending backing them up, too, which helps a lot. Yep. And they are producing a lot more. They've got 26 goals for and 17 against. That top line. Cool stat. That top Thanks. line is cool carrying them again, I think. Yeah. McKinnon, oh, yeah. Rantanen, oh. and, and Landeskog. Landeskog coming off the hat trick. Yeah, last night. Rantanen with a four-point game. Like, I still, like, they've, they've had a good start. But every, like even last year, I was like, meh, is their depth really that good? But apparently they don't need it because they'll just score with one line. And Mc- McKinnon will just put everything, put the, the entire Oilers team on his back. And Take I some am, Advil, dude. I am okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> McKinnon, and McKinnon is on my team. <laughs> Can we even call it a, a surprising start for the Colorado Avalanche? I mean, they were a playoff team last year, so. I think I'm maybe s- satisfied that they have come out strong. Yeah, I wouldn't call it surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe guess, they're yeah. just on the list because of all the other teams in the center on how they're stacking up, maybe. Vegas and San Jose haven't based on their performance last year, they're not really. Or the preseason hype. Yeah, yeah like they're just kind of they've had slow starts. Yeah. I feel like they'll probably turn it around eventually. Oh yeah. I I assume so, but Vegas was the popular pick to miss the playoffs last year at the end of the year. Well, yeah. But then they but then they got Stastny, who's injured now, and they signed and they got Pacioretty as well, and you think, "Oh, well, they have some and Stastny's better. out with an injury." Yeah. Yeah, true. and so is Schmidt, their best defenseman, so <laughs> well, injury. Well, suspension. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, yeah. Schmidt's like a top pairing defenseman for them, so that can't be easy. Last year, they just managed to pick up dudes from the minors and make them totally viable NHL players. But last year, I feel like they were riding the hype still. Like they brought up any goalie, and they played great. Yeah, they brought up exactly. like, what, like three so. Or like four. I don't know. Yeah. For me, I feel like missing the playoffs isn't out of the question for them. It's only October. Yeah. No, but yeah. standings. No, 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 really, that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's yeah. only October. Yeah. Standings look really wonky the first few weeks. Oh yeah, unless you're the Detroit Red Wings, you're used to this by oh. now. Ugh. And Coyotes. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> Coyotes. That says it all. They scored a goal recently. Hey. <laughs> a goal. <laughs> Wait, what? Hey, Clayton, Ke- Clayton Keller, golden and assist last night. Yeah, and yeah, I just she dropped, dropped him. him. I I picked him up. Did you actually? <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did. Oh yeah, I was sad to get rid of him, but I had I had to. For who? Crawford. Yeah, I had to take Crawford off of IR. You should just put one of the other ones to IR. Probably should have, but it's okay yeah. because I picked up I picked up Kadri. It's okay. Right. Evan needs the help anyways. Yeah, Becca, you blew it. <laughs> Yeah, but how many points does Clayton Keller have? Ten million. Like, no, like eight. He has like six last time I checked. (laughs) That's pretty solid for Coyotes. Yeah, well, the one I picked up has 15.8. Oliver Ekman Larson has one. (laughs) One assist this year. Great. Why don't you drop? Do you have him? He's like his OEL. So you're going to wait till like mid-season when he actually starts racking up a few points? He is a top-tier defenseman. Yeah, you can't drop that guy. Uh, You'll turn it around. When it comes to fantasy... Yeah, we'll see. There's no way. If you drop him, he gets picked up instantly. Yeah, probably. I also By me, I would pick him up. <laughs> you just <laughs> want everyone's leftovers, hey? Yeah, I, I, yeah, guys, he wants her. my sloppy second. Just Evan's sitting there watching like every night, like, okay, who's going to... Stalking. I'm that hacker guy that sits in a dark room. My face is illuminated by my computer screen, just scrolling through the teams like, who can I poach tonight? I keep getting an alert on fantasy... Ryan Pollock has been dropped 1,079 times. That's 400 more than yesterday when we looked. Yeah. I, I, I just I haven't dropped him. 
Why not? Like, I don't care. But you dropped Clayton Keller. <laughs> I'm lazy. Yeah, I, I've noticed lately that people have been not moving their rosters, like, every day anymore. Except Evan. So they'll leave, like, three people who do have games on the bench just because they don't feel like looking. Just because I'm lazy, yeah. Like, it's work. You people can set just up your... set, just put, start active players. Yeah, you can The whole week. Any other surprising starts in the league that we wanted uh, to go over The quick? Jets have a surprisingly average start. Uh, yeah. Which just, I don't know if it's really that surprising. It's just the Jets being the Jets. But they're know? sitting at 15th right now, I think, in they're the standings. Getting, I mean, they're smack dab in the middle. I don't really think it's anything to complain about. Yeah. They're fine. It's uh, just kind of average. Wait. They, they actually won their game last night 4-1 um, instead of giving up a three-goal lead. Yeah, what's eating Evan? Shall we go into it here? Okay, yeah, let me it. get my timer ready okay. because we didn't do this segment last week because Evan... For some reason, wasn't heated about anything, which is I'm surprising. I'm nothing but positive energy, but now I'm not. <clears throat> but he's got that negative back, yeah, so uh, rage. have at her, Evan. Ready to get eight. Okay, speaking of the Vancouver Canucks, Elias Pettersson was injured with a concussion uh, on, a, on a hit from Mike Matheson of the Florida Panthers, and uh, Matheson got a two-game suspension. That's It's not a suspendable hit, in my opinion. I, see the, I saw the hit. I watched it a lot. What about that play is suspendable? To me, the argument was... Well, it was the slam down. It was the push down to the ground, and that's worth a two-game suspension. What rule is it breaking that it's worthy of a two-game suspension? Is it, like, roughing that he was like, oh, that was too much roughing, so it was two games? Like, to me, the reason he was suspended was because of the injury to Pedersen, and I think that while that does should play a factor in – how much time am I at here? Keep going. While that should play a factor in how long a suspension is, it shouldn't t- – factor into whether it is suspension or not nice finish yeah okay so we're gonna talk about this because it's been eating at us too i mean so we got three questions was it dirty is it is it a sorry guys (laughs) i just want to quickly get my point across is it dirty yeah (laughs) well it's illegal it's illegal it's an illegal check yeah it's an illegal hit it's two minute minor to me that's what the call was penalty worthy yeah the hit itself was fine it was the slam down afterwards that, yes, it was a penalty. They didn't call it. Now they're doing a suspension. It's something they should have called in the game and then end it there. But since it was missed in the game, I'm assuming they're trying to make up for it, right? So. Yeah, I, I think it was dirty. Like, the slam, the hit itself, I think, was penalty worthy. You know, two minutes for roughing. Oh, the Come slamming. On. The okay. slam the was slam dirty. Is the what slam was, was dirty. dirty. Yeah. He, the, like, the hit flipped was him over and, like, slammed him the ice. That wasn't necessary. He's a little guy, yeah. yeah I mean, if you watch, also... If you watch the video, he's clearly heated before he gets up to Pedersen. But I understand, you know, maybe he went a little too hard into the boards a bit. Yeah. That, that's a penalty. But the slam was totally unnecessary. That's just, yeah. you gotta check yourself. I mean, I can see, based on injury, I can see lengthening a suspension, but there wasn't a suspension to begin with. I disagree with you. Why? Plays should be, like, suspensions and everything should be based on the play, not, oh, that guy got hurt, or, oh, an injury happened. Who cares? Other people get hurt in different ways, like, different hits affect people different ways. Yeah. Your penalty shouldn't be determined on what happens to the other person. I mean, I can understand what you're saying. Yeah, it does affect people differently, but based on injury, I can see lengthening something that has already been put in place. The yeah. only reason Matheson got suspended, I feel like, because he got a concussion. Yeah. That, yeah. Which I think is stupid. Yeah. I could see lengthening it if it was already in place, but it wasn't in place already. For that's, background, that's my thing. Yeah. Uh, Matheson received two games, and he forfeited 52.5K. He was a first-time offender. It's the first time he's ever had a suspension or a fine. Yeah, that's the thing That's the thing that really got me was that he a, he's not a repeat offender. There was no intent to injure. 
Not at all. Yeah. And uh, I don't think so. no. well, I don't know. You could probably make the argument that why would he slam him down Let's if it, if he wasn't intending to injure him? I mean, I know Matheson came out and said that he wasn't intending to injure him, but every player is going to say that. Yeah, he's clearly upset before he gets to him. He gives he's him a little taking, shove yeah. before he hits him, and then goes around the net. I could see the argument that he did intend and he didn't intend. Exactly right. So yeah. what yeah. this really breaks down is that because Pedersen is a smaller player, he's only like 19 or whatever. He's a he's a rookie. Mm-hmm. He's pretty slight. He's not exactly the most built guy, yeah, and so he's he, about my size for reference. So he gets. Uh, no one can see you, but that's <laughs> great. How, how tall are you? Five ten. You know, just one hundred thirty pounds, though. You so, okay. You know. Are you five ten? No, yes. I thought we were like the same height. I'm five ten. I'm five eight. Oh, you're short. Kellen, you're not five ten. I am uh, stand average up. height for a female. I go. Stand up. I don't <laughs> lie about my height. So anyway, what this? <laughs> what I'm afraid this suspension means is that if Mike Matheson did that to. A bigger player, a bigger defenseman. If he did the exact same play, but the defenseman got up and skated to the bench, I mean, the, there wasn't even a penalty on the play, so it, nothing would have happened. So you can make that play against a big guy, but not a small guy. But, do rules affect different but players he can't differently? Do that, but but like, it, he wouldn't be. I don't think he'd be able to like pick up and slam down a, like a bigger guy. That but that's what I've been about. saying. Then yeah. that wouldn't be. That it wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't be a suspension. It wouldn't be anything. It wouldn't but because be it happened about. to a rookie and it happened to a smaller player. It gets more attention, and it has a harder effect. I don't know. It's difficult. I don't think there's a right answer either. There yeah, isn't. No, it's, it's it's hard. And even uh, the NHL player safety discussed doing team tours to check up on teams and make sure that, you know, people are, I guess, following the rules. Yeah, yeah. For transparency's sake, yeah, to, like, to meet with all the general managers. But how yeah. many times did Wilson get two game suspensions? Like, how many times? Well, for that's hits the way thing, worse too. Than how that. many times did he not get suspensions for hits for way worse, worse than, than that? that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can... So, I, yeah, I shouldn't, can see both sides. Shouldn't be a suspension. That's the that's should have the, been dealt with in game. That's it. Move on. But yeah, that's the problem so is that they missed these, it in game. And these hits are becoming so subjective. Why are refs having to like debate with captains and like debate with the player and talk to coaches and go through all these channels to figure out if something was illegal or not? Player safety should set things in place, specific rules and guidelines that state this is a hit to the head. This is not. This is yeah. you know roughing. This is not. This is boarding. This is suspension worthy. And if it's not stated there. It's unless it, yeah, and unless yeah. it's something serious that comes up later on, then that should be something that's discussed and debated more. But I feel it, like certain things should obviously is, be suspension worthy. This is this is a topic because there isn't details in their guidelines like exactly. that. Exactly. Because there yeah. is it is like I can see both sides. Is yeah. it? Is it not? I can see both. And that's the fault on the league and the refs though, because yeah. the refs will be inconsistent with their calls within the game too. Refs are always inconsistent. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, you exactly. can't blame every player because no. they're just they're like Matheson was just trying to be a good defense. You can't player. take out hitting completely either. Like no. hitting's part of the game. Yeah. No, that'd be weak, weak sauce. <laughs> we weak sauce. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hard it's a to reach. Situation. Yes no. I wonder if this will set some sort of precedent against hits like that, because if somebody else, like I'd like to see Florida, somebody a Florida player get hit like that but not get injured because we've seen that same play where you press them up against the boards and then you shove them to the ice because. While you make a hit against the boards, you want to knock him down as well. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. Well, look at what players. happened to Perot last night. Yeah. Or look at, uh, I remember the Joe Morrow had a hit in the oh, playoffs yeah. in the first round last year. It was an identical play. Knocks him into the boards and then gives him an extra shove to knock him down to the ice because, you know, he wants to make a bigger hit. Mm-hmm. But is that play going to be like, is Florida going to say go to the league and say like, is this not an illegal check as well? He mm. did the shove. He made the exact same shove, yeah. only the guy wasn't injured, so... Yeah, is it, isn't it a suspendable player? Isn't it? Yeah, are they going to start making a rule like no two part hits, like hit know. once yeah. and move on? Like, Who is knows? that re- is that reasonable Maybe. to, to ask for that, that to be a rule? Yeah, 
like hit once against the boards and move on like don't stay there and wait around because some players you see do that yeah well maybe we're reading into this a little bit too much yeah but i mean it's something that's constantly being brought up again and again so clearly it's something that needs to be addressed within the league itself yeah, I think I think I agree. There needs to be some sort of internal dialogue to yeah. concretely say what is acceptable and what isn't, and then they can be more consistent in their in their suspension giving. Yeah, <laughs> can't think of the word in their suspension feel, giving. Just like Christmas, like like Oprah, like <laughs> you get a suspension, <laughs> you get. A All right, moving on. Hey, Re-update. Anyways, is this CNN? What's happening? Forward to this segment every day. Gritty update. GNN. <laughs> your weekly gritty update brought to you by after the whistle anyways um <laughs> kind of old news but also not because gritty's never old news his tweet heard it got called out last night by some guy with a ponytail named jeff who called him who out called him out oh. that wrestler on wwe oh, yeah. right, right, then right. he photoshopped himself like holding him up in the air he's you like thought yeah, it was real let's go. okay i thought he was that yeah whatever <laughs> he actually went to a fight i mean it's believable he makes appearances everywhere he that's on. fair yeah he does um and Gritty looks like he'd be able to hold up a Gritty wrestler, would win. So. Let's place bets. Do you think Gritty yeah. could beat him? Because I do. But only because he played dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a bully. <laughs> you're not playing Gritty unless you're playing dirty. I'd put nothing by that guy. That guy's a freak. <laughs> that guy's not above anything. Um, that's basically all I um, have for my Gritty update this week. Also, he's up to 140.3K followers. Wow. Keeps that's, climbing. That's impressive. Should he's he's almost keeping on Gritty. You don't follow him? You don't follow Gritty? Oh, I don't no. follow him either. You don't follow Gritty? I, look at it. I don't want to ruin my ratio. Are you for... What's your... What Kellen? ratio? It's, at, it's negative on Twitter, so I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Um, whatever. Maybe At least I'll I didn't plug him. my social media handle. Send a like follow Becca. up this way. <laughs> um, now I'm pl- uh, giving Gritty social media handles. Send him a follow. What's his social media handle? At Gritty NHL, I think. <laughs> Duh. I don't know. I, d- I follow him. I don't need to know Kellen. Yeah, but you do. <laughs> yeah, it's at Gritty <laughs> NHL. <so laughs> Sauce of a follow and sauce of a follow. Oh God! You can see some memes. Does my Gritty fav- post my memes? Fav- yeah, Gritty yeah, posts memes with himself. All the memes. Oh God! I love him. I mean, I, I have a pretty good intake of memes as it is, but I can I have time. For but do you have you never Gritty themed memes? memes? You, there's never too many memes. Gritty is life. Kellen, you thought he was one arming this gigantic man beast? You thought he would one arm this guy? Who do you think's in that suit? Honestly, Andre the Giant, like. <laughs> Maybe that's gritty. <laughs> I haven't just saw the picture. Yeah, well, gritty is like seven and a half feet tall. Is he? Do you think there's two people in the gritty suit? <laughs> <laughs> it's like two, two twelve-year-olds like on top. Of <laughs> two twelve-year-olds in the gritty suit. It's like like two like average-sized people stacked on top of each other. I'm just saying, there's like. What are the chances they get like a seven foot person to wear that suit? He's I probably mean, standing. He probably has lifts in his shoes. Then how does he run on ice? I couldn't. What do you mean? His he runs feet, on the ice. His feet are soft. <laughs> he falls on the ice. <laughs> That's true. His feet are soft. You just walk. Yeah, but Kellen, <laughs> I would just I, walk. That's like, not what I'm saying. I'm saying like. I think they look. I think the guy inside the suit looks out the mouth though. Oh, that would make sense. That when makes I sense. Oh. when I was Ted for Halloween, that's what I did too. Let's talk about um, okay, is it too is it too late to talk about Laurent Brassois? Probably. No, no, no. Let's talk about. Okay, let's talk about the Jets. Let's talk about how we finally might have a capable backup goalie in Laurent Brassois. Good pronunciation. <laughs> Thank you very much. I had to give it my all. I don't want to disrespect the man. Come Love on. that guy. 
Saw 42 out of 43 shots. Michael yeah. Hutchinson could never. Well, he probably has. But Let's like, not hate. Michael, hey, Michael Clutchinson. Michael Clutchinson. Y'all don't say that. Y'all don't say that. We don't, don't disrespect. I thought we left that in the f- group chat on Twitter. We don't leave <laughs> anything in the group chat. <laughs> anyway. Because Brissois uh, trained with Hellebuck in the offseason, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I feel like. They're homies. Because yeah. they, they, Brissois followed a similar like <laughs> training regimen that Hellebuck yeah, exactly, did the year right? before, right? Yeah. So, so like, it's working out for him. Well, one game sample size, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but exactly. He right? came out strong, though. Oh, I feel yeah. like in a in an, uh, an arena like Bell MTS and with fans like the Jets have, and with the expectations, mm. yeah, that we have, because like we need a backup goalie, like we need one. Yeah, and yeah. he didn't just face forty three shots; he made some pretty stellar saves. Yeah, he oh, made yeah. big ones. He was good in the preseason too. He has us thinking Mason who Hutchinson who, Clutchinson. Clutchinson Sorry, Clutchinson who. who? Yeah, because if Brussois, I think what the Jets would want would be Brussois gets like 20 games and yeah. keep Hellebuck to like 60 because yeah. we know Hellebuck can play a lot of games. He did last year. Yeah. Was tied for first in the league with wins. Mm-hmm. But <coughs> I feel like at the, especially at the end of the Jets' playoff run last year, while Hellebuck wasn't bad by any stretch, not in the playoffs, his numbers were fine, he was outplayed in that final series. Yeah. Well, but Marc-Andre Fleury could outplay Marc-Andre oh. Fleury <laughs> was better. And I mean, so far on the fantasy. Not yeah. this year. Yeah. Not really. But I also, if Brassois continues, you know, transfers that one game into an entire season of being yeah. just solid, not even out- outstanding like that, if just a solid backup, then, uh, yeah. yeah you don't have to be exceptional. Yeah. Just and no, you just yeah. more rest for Hellebuck is better for the long-term goal. Right. And th- I think we have like 11 back-to-back games this year. So there's 11 games right there that you can slot yeah. them in. And then just whenever you need to give Hellebuck a break, right? Because mm-hmm. right yeah, now the, totally. the Jets defense is doing pretty good. They're not facing that many more shots than they're giving out. Yeah. Their goals for is at 19 after last night's game and 17 yeah. against. So, I mean, it's a pretty close stat. And Tyler Myers had a decent game. Well, those penalties, though. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be nice, Kaylin. I know, but I'm saying, like, those penalties weren't great. Well, you like, know what? For Kellen, that was nice. Thank you. Yeah. That Carolina game, Carolina definitely held the pace of play. They, they outshot the Jets by yeah. a lot. And Brassois held them in the game. And, and the Jets got their talent to make a play, and they were opportunistic in that that's what you need your goaltender to do is when you guys have an off night <coughs> like the Jets did, you keep your goaltender keeps you in it so that your talent can can win you a game, get you one goal in the third period. Yeah. That yeah. was a really good game too. Like Peter Morazic kept Carolina yep. in it as well. Mm-hmm. Like that was also, just a backup goalie showcase showdown. <laughs> showcase showdown. Showcase showdown. A little showcase showdown. Meant to say both of them. Showcase showdown. <laughs> showcase showdown. But I think it, I think it comes down to goalie confidence. Like yeah. Hellebuck really started to shine last year, and you could tell, you know. In locker room interviews, he was confident in his ability Confidence to perform well. A play. huge thing with and him. I love oh, yeah. his warm up routine when he's like the eye thing. Yeah, I can't do love it. it. So, Kalen, you said that the Jets' defense was doing pretty good with with shot differential and stuff. Yeah, I think while the numbers might suggest that their defense is good, I don't think their defense is great, and I don't well, think no. their defense. Mm-hmm. Well, they can play great, but so far this season, they haven't been as good as they were at the end of last season. For instance, I feel like. And it was especially evident last game against the Vancouver Canucks was their their breakouts. Their their defensemen aren't making the same sort of out uh, first passes that they normally would have made last year. Mm-hmm. Seems like they're just a little bit well, except for Josh Morrissey. That guy's well. He's a, been a god. Yeah. yeah, he's a god, dude. That guy's he's been great this year. I don't think he's the, like that game when they were against Nashville. He was on ice for like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, for he's a shorthanded he's time. not moving. Like he's, like so he's good. staying where he is. Yeah. Yeah. So aside from Morrissey, I think that the the Jets defense are a little bit sl- a little bit slower on the on the thinking side of things but uh 
Yeah, and just a bit of a slow, uh, an average start for the Jets this season, but yeah. Yeah. Well, also they have be, enough talent. I'll be interested to see if they call anyone up after sending Veselainen down today. Free Niku? Hashtag Free Niku. We're always on that. I'm on it. Yeah, Veselainen got sent out today. So who do you think takes a spot? Oh, bring up Poolman, bring up... Well, Nick Mutan's on the roster now, too, right? Yeah, but that's yeah. when they sent down um, Dano. Dano, that's right. Yeah. So... Yeah, so and they're high on Lemieux, obviously, because yeah, they wouldn't have sent night. down Dano. Yeah. I mean, he's been solid. Yeah, he's gonna stay in the lineup. They were saying mm-hmm. <laughs> solid. He's been solid. Well, he solid I guy. Co- <laughs> for the uh, the games that he played, he definitely definitely goes in front of the net and just like just pushes people around, and then they're like, why? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Why do you do this? Uh, but he, like, he gets a little too into it sometimes. Yeah, I believe the term is shift disturber. But is he really? <laughs> a, uh, that's, that's clever. But is he really a third liner? He's on the fourth line right now. He was playing with. Well, uh, come on, Tanev and them are the fourth line. But you gotta throw him out there and get him more NHL experience in order yeah, to exactly. see where he'll fit. But he needs to be on that line. But you can't mix. You can't mix up that line. Yeah, that third line is great. Fourth line. Fourth line. Sorry. Well, it's third on paper, but it, it's the fourth line. Should be. It'll be the fourth line by the playoffs. It'll it, be it, yeah, line. it's the fourth line. They're, They're just solid. sheltering Roslovic's minute at set center right yeah, now. Stupid. Yeah. Why? Let the man live. <laughs> Let him loose. Let him loose. Let him get confident. Let him play. Uh, get him some offensive zone starts. He has some talent to play with, with Perot on his left side. Yeah. Some good uh, possession drivers. Get him, you know, nurturing him, massage him a little bit. Get him. <laughs> where get are you going with this? Yeah, where are you going? Feeling good. And then he can move up and play on your third line and play in offensive uh, roles and get more responsibility. That's what I was getting. He's going to slot in between y'all, Little y'all and dirty little. Liney and Ehlers, for sure. You think so? Yeah. Eventually. I think that's that'd be a good future. place for him, yeah. That's why he changed his number to 28. Yeah. That's to be 27, 28, 29. I, I think that's the sole reason why. I think you're right. Well, what else? <laughs> maybe he just wanted 28. Why? I don't really Maybe he was born in 1928. Maybe he was born in 1928. Lay off him. What do you want? Throw it out there. I'm down. What's your favorite arena food? I'm sorry. Arena food? Oh, yeah, okay. What's your oh. favorite arena food? Oh, like if I was going to a jet game, what would I want? Oh, yeah. Wait, so jet wait. dog. Um, I'd want mini donuts. Ooh, good call. A jet That's dog. That's why I get at bomber games, so sure. maybe they should get those in the. Jet dogs are expensive. Yeah, but and if my money was no object. Actually, they're, no, they're no, good. no. <laughs> my good, but, my yeah. favorite arena snack is beer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you go for like the tap? Do you get? Oh the yeah, can? gotta go all you out. And actually, it's only twenty five or fifty cent more to get the premium. So arena popcorn's good. Not it's good. so salty. It's good, but it's not as good as movie theater popcorn. It's so, so it's salty. Like, eh. If you're twelve, is that your favorite? Are you no, it's arena not food my favorite. Though? Um, favorite arena food. Well, I think. Jumbo Jet Dog. I yeah, Jumbo Jet Dog. And just nothing else on it but the onions and like really? the butter. Yeah. No, yeah, I like a plain. Relish, I, mustard. No, because then it makes too much of a mess ketchup. and I don't like that. I hate onions on my hot dog. I can't get mustard on my Jets jersey. Put everything on the hot dog. Is it really a hot dog? Who puts mustard on a burger? If there's no mustard and relish and Yes, because mustard and relish and ketchup are ugh, nasty. Ew, what do you get put on your hot dog? Barbecue sauce. What? That's mess. Don't. Bar- barbecue no. sauce on everything. No, mouth. I no, no I agree with Evan. You need the mustard, no. ketchup, relish, but that's where I stop. No onions. I draw the line. Uh, see, How I are you okay with ketchup, mustard, and relish and not onions? Okay, Wait, guys, no, no, no. no. I don't did you like know, mustard, did you know, but... Did you know relish is made from pickles? Yeah. Yeah. Have you never had relish before? I have, but it's gross, but I love pickles. But you, Strange. if you eat relish, you'd be like, oh, this is just pickles. Yeah. But it's sweeter. It's, it's sweeter, sweet. but it's pickles. <gasps> sweet pickles are so good. Pol- what are they? Mm. We call them Polish pickles. I just call them like sweet Like those pickles. little circle ones? Yeah, the little circle ones. Oh, those are like good. Yeah. Michelle makes d- some good ones. I'd rather just have a dill pickle, though. I, I hate mustard, but like... I have to have it on a hot dog. <gasps> you know what they should start selling at Bell and TS? Fried pickles. 
Deep fried I pickles. freaking love. Oh, deep I love pickles. freckles. They I would eat that. Freckles are my. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're called. Freckles. I never heard. I've never heard that. If, if you go to Little Bones on Region, it's a wing place. Great place. Ooh, Maybe great they place. call them frickles. frickles. Okay, so that's just their brand. They just call it Frickles. Guys, well, fried pickles. Frickles. Thanks for joining us on After the Whistle. See you next week. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye.